0: Do you know what day it is? Do you know what today is?
1: It's a, uh, wait, what day is it actually? Guys, you know, I lose sense of my sense of like, I lose sight of where I am during the week all the time. Somehow I always forget, especially midweek.
0: Okay, I'll, do you want a clue?
1: Monday, Tuesday, Okay,
0: Wednesday, it's
1: Monday. Thursday. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, okay, we're recording on Monday. The eighth of March, two
1: thousand and twenty-one.
0: Uh huh. Which is what? What? Okay.
1: International Women's Day.
0: (laughs) Yes Happy International. (laughs) Happy International Women's Day. So, what
1: did you do for
0: women in your life?
1: Uh, the bare minimum, I did the bare minimum. The bare minimum? Um, yeah, I did the bare minimum. Not sure I was at work, I was at work, but I still did the bare minimum. But I have a question for you, Nat, before you actually ask I did. Um, did anyone post you today? <laughs> Just I'm curious. What? Asking. <laughs>
0: The, the, this guy's top, uh, taste of southern Africa on their Instagram page they posted mm. uh, Goli and
1: I and, and other women oh we give thanks to them
0: visionaries
1: young visionaries oh <laughs> no we, we <laughs> we're, we're proud and we're grateful um to all the gents who listen to these to guys um you would have gotten the memo from um uh twitter twitter streets for the podcast if you don't post her on Valentine's Day eh, you must wait until <laughs> International Women's Day <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah.
0: wow what a wow anyway guys if you know you know if you don't you, uh, you're, you're just going to have to ask someone be like what are they talking about but um, but shout out to The Filling Station <laughs>
1: Uh, shout out, yeah! Shout out to the Feeling Station. Shout out to Tinto. That was also still one of my favorite Feeling Station episodes. Like sometimes I go back to it just to to listen. Yeah, and, and
0: you listen. keep tweeting about it. <laughs> 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 and, 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 and shout out to uh, was it not Tando, the, the 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 queen that went on on there and told her story. So episode forty three the Feeling Station, guys. Shout out, out,
1: yeah! Shout out to episode forty three. You should check that out. It's it's yeah it's still it is my one of my favorite uh feeling station episode it's not my favorite actually uh
0: <laughs> yeah no no it's it's women's day so shout out to all the women out there and i think it's women's month so shout out to to to, to you know to to all all the women is
1: it women's month
0: i know in south africa you guys have it in august right
1: it's in august yes
0: but i think so that's why i'm
1: like oh
0: I, I think it's International Women's Month. Like, um,
1: okay,
0: it's Women's Day and International March is International Women's Month.
1: Um, okay, so shout out to all the women. You're greatly appreciated. You're greatly loved. Uh, mm. Where would we be without the women in our lives? So we give thanks. thanks. Uh, special, special, special shout out to the Girl in Skies women yeah. having on today. Yeah.
0: And shout out to Koli. So, so you guys are listening and you're like, what is going on? What is going on? So let's introduce ourselves. So welcome to Girls' Guys podcast with me, Natasha and... And
1: me, Sena Miso.
0: I sometimes go by Nat.
1: And I sometimes go by Sena.
0: Yes. Hi, Sena. Um, so it'll all make sense, guys. It'll all make sense. So senna is one half of six foot weights i think you've heard us talking about six foot weights here they are one of our favorite episodes we feel like they're our you know like our young brothers they're two guys from skies as well doing their own thing um i'm just gonna like introduce yourself a little bit to the people that may may not have heard of six foot weight
1: so as nat has so meticulously put it I'm Senna from Six Foot Weights, the better half of Six Foot Weights. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I'm Senna. Uh, full name Senna Miso moyo You may or may not know me. You may have seen me on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever. Uh, sometimes called by Uncle Senna. I am self-proclaimed the people's favorite lawyer. Um, so yeah, I am. I am also one half of Six Foot Weights. That's a podcast that I have with my best friend. Um, Matt mentioned tabo uh, basically what we do is we just talk about life anything life sports politics relationships entertainment gaming you, you you name it we we talk about it We debunk it um everyone i think a lot of people are enjoying our podcast which is great but we also enjoy being or well, listening to girl and and chatting with these guys and nat and Tony. Um, so everyone who doesn't know me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Sanamisomoyo. If you don't know me, Shem, you also, if you don't follow me, you'd also know about IP Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh, that's the cool thing I like doing because, you know, I said I'm a lawyer, so I lawyer for fun sometimes. And I try to lawyer. make it interesting. Yeah, lawyer.
0: Lawyer.
1: L-O-Y-A-O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lawyer. L lawyer <laughs> Law uh, so yeah it's my on a on a day-to-day i'm an i'm a commercial lawyer specializing in ip a lot of times so yeah that's what i do that's what i'm all about cool like man united like football i'm i'm, I'm just a guy just another yeah. guy from blues yes
0: yes yes so we're gonna have fun with Santa for this episode um if you miss godly see the podcast that he talked about i'm not saying anything maybe you may want to check it out maybe you may want to check it out she may pop up there i don't know
2: i don't know i don't know
0: um said Sen- Senna. i have always wanted to ask you send that I me mean, so what does that mean
1: oh okay so i like the episode you guys did a few weeks back on names yes. i actually wanted to tweet you that i didn't get the chance to do it yes. um about names and beautiful african names and all that stuff so Senamiso means, means, according to my dad, to be satisfied. So it, it comes, it's Ndebele word actually, well, more Zulu than Ndebele, but I like to say it's Ndebele because yeah, I'm Um, but it means uwenama, uh-huh. as in ngeneme. So uenamiswa yeah. ini is Senamiso-san. So my parents were satisfied when they had me I guess and then they decided to give me that name it's very similar to San Elisiwe or ah. you know, that kind of that kind of vibe yeah so that's what my name means in full um obviously a lot of people butcher it so I decided to go by Sena it was easier well, I
0: mean, um, but yeah Sanamisa is a beautiful name um, so do you live up to that name in every area you satisfy
1: <laughs> every area? Yeah no, we must we must make sure that we satisfy eh, okay. that everyone is satisfied in like for example, if you, if you're working, mm-hmm. that your, your, your boss is satisfied, um, if you're in a relationship that your partner is satisfied, so that's that's the gist of it you also manifest a lot of things and I think mm-hmm. uh, when when my parents named me they were also declaring mm. so and in, into into the universe so we a satisfaction
2: mm-hmm.
1: he will satisfy uh, whoever he meets okay. whether in work or other things yes oh,
0: other things it's other things yes. involved idolized and yes. involved <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. thank you so much. um so Politics, I honestly didn't have anything, um, but I wanted to I wanted to use this opportunity because you are here and you're based in South Africa. Because I know sometimes we talk a lot about what's happening in SA, like politically and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, like what are the headlines? Like what's happening with the vaccine? How are people feeling? Uh, the lockdown? Yeah, like what's going on in SA? So SA,
1: SA is a weird place to judge anything. Like, I think you look at the rest of the world and you kind of think, okay, this is where, because I look at England, for example, Mm. the UK has been in a kind of strict lockdown for a while now, like a couple of months. Yeah. In South Africa, they tried the strict lockdown, probably the, the early lockdown that we had, the first one in March, end of March last year, almost a year now, that first one probably, I think, saved us a lot of time saved a lot of lives and bought us time so we didn't have to have more strict lockdowns. Yay. So right now we're what we call um alert level one okay. which is basically I'm free to do anything I want except I have to be back home at oh, yeah. midnight. Yeah. That's probably the only restriction there is right now. Obviously wearing a mask, social distance, sanitize. And with the vaccine coming people are you know probably taking more liberties. And authorities are more relaxed. So in that sense, we're most of the time just chilling now. We're we're literally just waiting for the vaccine. Then once the vaccine comes, I think we'll start seeing things opening up. Start seeing stadiums open, groove maybe, who knows. But for the most part, politically, South Africa is a very volatile place. It's very divided. Probably, I'd say, you know, racially It's probably one of the most divided nations on this country. I mean, not on this country, on this continent, in terms of race relations just being very tense. But on top of that, you have a great inequality problem. So where you have the ruling elites making a lot of money, the white people getting very rich, but you've got a very poor black base that supports the black elites and a very poor black base that works for the white minority. that just makes everything tense, right? Because obviously when you're coming from Zim, yeah. you're thinking, ah, South Africa, better life. Let me go. Gonna go greyhound, or it's not greyhound anymore. Now it's just intercape by itself. We're gonna go intercape, come to South Africa, start hustling. And for some people it's not as easy as you know they think. So in that sense, because of all these things I've mentioned, the inequality, it's always tense politically. People are always fighting, there's always, oh, this one's corrupt, you must fall, oh, state capture commission, whatever. There's just a lot of things that play into it. Mm. So in that sense, um, I I, I think post-COVID life will be interesting in this country. Um, It'll be interesting to see how the ANC stays in power if Ramaphosa stays as president. I think he's managed the coronavirus crisis very well but then because of the other infighting within the party and all these other things, who knows? Mm. You never know.
0: No, it's interesting you say that because I've, as an observer, I thought I think he's managed it well and he's communicated well um, in comparison to, like, we saw, like, Trump and all that stuff. And like, mm. I actually think he, he's been quite fatherly about it but again I'm yes. not in essay. I don't know if people share the sentiment but just me listening to to him and I think SA was one of the first countries that I saw that actually had like a forward plan with the different levels like this this <clears> one <throat> level two is going to look like this is what level one's going to look so I thought that was good and then just yeah just he's been very fatherly yeah, no, no, no. I, I thought I, I thought it was good. I think there was a the time when what was happening with his mask or something? That was so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when he tried to put the mask on and it just wouldn't, it was like, oh, everyone, all of you should wear a mask. And he tried to put it on his face and he went over his eyes and it was just awkward. That whole thing made him love- lovable. Like yeah. it was like, oh, he's actually just a guy, like yeah. a president, but he's just a guy. But his support base isn't as strong as previous guys like Zuma. Mm. So what, what Cyril, I think, lacks is, is an African charisma. So he may appeal to a lot of us middle-class people who've gone to school and yeah. probably learned how to speak English in a particular way and learned economics, how this works and how certain decisions work. He's appealing in that sense to us. But for the, for the big support base in South Africa, that's the poor zuma had that thing that everyone loved okay he was ubaba if cyril's like a dad zuma is ubaba he's able to go into the rural areas and talk to them and dance for them you go machine women women would just go crazy and that's kind of the difference where i think in as much as he's competent i think Mm. but that may it may be his weakness come the next elections who knows Mm,
0: that, 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 that's an interesting point. Um, and then just just finally, in terms of um, how is it like for immigrants? Because um, obviously, you sometimes always hear about uh, mm-hmm. sort of like flare-ups flare here and there. Um, I know a lot of people who used to be based in SA who've like moved to
2: Australia,
0: mm-hmm. different countries, and are sort of saying, mm, you know, SA is kind of reminding me of Zim. Uh, back in the It's day.
1: a tense environment. Yeah, so,
0: so how is it like for, for immigrants?
1: Do you know? So it's, it's xenophobia in South Africa is an interesting sort of concept because I always think that it's, it's, it's externally motivated and someone externally triggers it because you'll go through, for example I've gone through life in South Africa without experiencing xenophobic hatred or a xenophobic attack, mm-hmm. but that's not to say that it doesn't exist But I think what happens is we have a government that's failed to deliver on promises of 1994. Uh. So then the supporters get angry. Uh. And they won't vote the government out because they love the party. They love Mandela. They loved all these things. Uh. Um, The government itself is corrupt. And in, in struggling to meet the people's demand, there's a scapegoat that people must look for. Now, the white people are chilling there also in all of this, observing it, right? Because uh, they have all the money. Uh, this is where this is just my theory of what I think brings xenophobic attacks and that xenophobic hatred in South African. Why I think it's not the average South African who hates foreigners. I think most South Africans are pretty tolerant and they like foreign nationals. But if you see it on Twitter, it seems very systematic and... Wow. kind of arranged a lot of these things is no coincidence at times what I think then is the white people are fairly comfortable with not being to blame for the poverty in the country even though they sit on most of the wealth they're pretty cool saying no it's the corrupt government mm-hmm. now the corrupt government won't want to catch smoke because they into deals with all these white guys they're in bed with them they're making deals on their behalf they're getting bribed they're getting paid they are also making money. Uh-huh. So the easy scapegoat is, oh, well, look across the border. You've got thousands of Zimbabweans coming into the country every year. That's the guy stealing your job. That's the guy stealing your wife, who, to be fair, probably didn't even want you. It's a woman who isn't even thinking. You got a guy on Twitter saying, Pro twist is dating a Nigerian. I'm angry. Well, even if, you know, it's not like she wanted you. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like you know her. Yeah. And then all these things, I think, are, are, are carefully planned and carefully incited. Where yeah. it's like, okay, the reason you don't have a job is a foreign national. The reason this is happening is a foreign national. Yeah. But the foreign nationals who come here, most Zimbabweans, most Malawians, Nigerians, Nigerians don't work when they come to South Africa. They start their own businesses, whether it's a barbershop or a little shop selling clothes in town or whatever. You'll never see a Nigerian in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Zimbabweans come and take, up, and take up minimum employment. And by minimum, I mean domestic work, mm-hmm. restaurants, cleaning, like by the job, the basic job that no one wants, a Zimbabwean will do it. Same goes for a lot of Ugandans, Malawians, Ethiopians, and them will start their own shops and job like CBT or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That doesn't even make up for a little bit of the wealth or 10% of the wealth that the country has. Yeah. that could solve even if you say foreigners leave South Africa now you're not going to solve the inequality problem or solve the poverty problem yeah so then how does it become that people start telling foreigners well I think some of these things are very easily managed yeah. someone incites it because the average South African you're like, oh, no 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 I like my fellow Zimbabwean I like my fellow Ethiopian I like my fellow Malawian uh, South African women would be like, I'll date my fellow Zimbabwean, I'll date my fellow South African, I'll, my fellow Malawian, Angolan, Nigerian. They don't mind. But in the poorest of, re- of, of of areas, what you have is something's gone wrong. And then government will say, uh, maybe not even government, someone will say, I ah, know, blame the foreigners. That's why you don't have a job. Uh, and that sparks the xenophobic violence, which. I don't know. It's, it's very area specific, right? Cape Town, where I live at the moment, mm. I'll never, ever hear of a xenophobic attack. So here it's fairly comfortable. Even in Joburg, if you live in affluent areas, you'll be fine. Mm. But if you live in the poorer areas, you might have a problem.
2: Right,
0: right. Okay. That is interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. i was been going to ask you about just quickly about the racism in Cape Town.
1: That's another. That's another one. But so so it's not it's not overt. The the thing that came to racism is not out there in your face. Yeah. Um, you just kind of feel that you're in a different part of Africa now. Mm. You're you're on Africa light, shall I say? Because mm. it's it's a it's a city that is majority black, probably, uh-huh. probably possibly, or majority coloured. Black people, coloured people are probably like equal here in Cape Town. There's there's just as many. Mm-hmm. And then you have just as many white people.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Now the thing with that is in the affluent areas, uh-huh. and that's probably where if you're you know educated, you'll probably play around, it'll be mostly white people. Mm-hmm. And that was that took some getting used to it. like you're told you still you're still in Africa, but mm-hmm. everywhere you look you're the only black person, whether it's at work, whether it's in a shop, in a restaurant, it happens so many times when me and my sister go out, we go, we chill somewhere, and then it's like, oh, we're the only black people here. Then you feel
3: yeah.
1: that okay. It's a different place. And then it that's, that stuff obviously filters through to little microaggressions. It's not over it, for example, but it's just little things where you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not in Africa here. Someone once said to me that. Blackness in Johannesburg moves with pride and a certain swagger. Mm-hmm. In Cape Town, blackness kind of moves with an apology. Right. Where you're, 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 okay, sorry, I'm in the space. Or you're conscious of witty, you're surrounded by you know, majority white people. And right. I think that's the difference between Cape Town and every other African city. It's a cool place to live, A cool mountain, a beach. The weather's lovely in summer. Um, you will not get it's relatively safe, especially if you're not living in the gang areas. Yeah. But at times you just crave over around Avantamamnyama.
0: Yeah. No. A lot. I I totally I totally hear you. Like um I, I went to Cape I've been to Cape Town once and I loved it. It's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. but it was interesting because. Like um, one of my friends that I, I I caught up with when I was out there um is married to a white guy, and we went to a and literally it was like a group of us about four or five, but we could I could feel everyone like looking at us and at them really mm-hmm. um, and they had a baby, and I was like, "Whoa, like you could." <laughs> it no one had to tell you you could feel it that they were looking at us and everyone we mm. and they're looking at them and the baby and everything and obviously like they, you know he's he's um like South African so yeah, yeah. So that was interesting and even like with me like how it, it was fine and then like I remember one time <laughs> I don't know where we went and then I was just like the like I just like, kind of like turned up my fake British accent. Well, it's, it's not, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and like I could visibly see that, like the treatment, like they were like, oh my god, okay, like you know they will now treated me uh, like differently, and I was like, hmm, yeah, okay, this is
1: important. and I've, I I feel bad because at times, um. As a black, I I I can I can assimilate. I don't feel good about it, mm. but it's it's something that I found is necessary when navigating certain spaces. Yeah. It's not a good thing where you get to an event or to a restaurant and then you just up the twine a little bit, like yeah, because you feel like it'll it'll
2: yeah.
1: make you feel more comfortable, make the other person respect you a little bit more, yeah. and then. What, often that, what that often comes with is immediately white people then tend to think that oh, you're different from the others or yeah. you're not like them. You're, you're more closer to us or you understand.
2: Yeah. So
1: I've, I've also had instances where and this shocked them where I was chilling with some white some white friends of mine here in Cape Town and we're talking politics and they were slandering Zuma. It was during the time when he was president and he was... Um, there was his first investigations into state capture and the Guptas and all these things. Yeah. So I, I usually defend Jacob Zuma. I'm like, no, but he's not the only corrupt one. I'm sure he's probably just as corrupt as the average African leader or the average previous president. Oh. Like, Then there was a surprise. Like, How could I defend Zuma? Like I realized in their world, Zuma and Malema are evil. Mm. The moment you say anything that kind of justifies them or views them in a positive. Yeah, yeah. a certain surprise that comes. Oh, we didn't expect that from you. We thought you were different. I mean, you talk different. Yeah, yeah. So how? And, and those are the little things, right, that get to you with, with the white domination in, in the uh-huh. Cape.
0: It kind of reminds me of, you know, the Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle used to have this skit, which was, um, when keeping it real goes wrong, where like yeah. um, I don't know if you've ever seen any of those kids. <laughs> so basically it, it, um, they were so funny because it, it will be you know like maybe like what you're describing right? where you're just having a conversation mm-hmm. you're chilling uh, you're chilling and everything. And then somebody saying something that you're like, nah, I disagree. Then you're like, do I keep it real? <laughs> <laughs> or do I just like chill? <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, and,
2: and the other thing is, sometimes.
1: yeah, I'm just thinking about it now. And the other thing is, and we, we, don't, we don't realize this at times as, as some black people when it comes to interviews and mm-hmm. presentations and things mm-hmm. where you actually have to impress on a corporate level. Mm-hmm. And you almost feel like, Ish. if I go with my natural self, the word comes naturally to me, yeah. Yeah, I might not get this opportunity then you're like, okay, let me ramp up. Start pronouncing my R's, not as R, but as R. Mm. Start pronouncing my words a bit differently. If I do this this way and I, and I sit and I say it this way, it, things might work in my favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's at times the little things that you, you feel like you have to do when you live in a, in a city like Cape Town. Mm. You feel like you have to perform. Mm. It gets exhausting at times. I must say mm. that's why for the first how long was oh, I moved here 2017 so the first two years uh-huh. I was trying to leave I was trying to move to Joburg I studied in Joburg I was at Viz uh-huh. I was doing everything I could to move to Joburg uh-huh. also other reasons I was dating someone who lived in Joburg at the time but <laughs> I was I was committed to the moving away from Cape Town project Right. And I think with time, I've just, I'm like, okay, let me actually settle.
2: Yeah. yeah. And
1: see what this place is, is like. And yeah. it, it, once you start fighting it, you start enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Cool. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, moving on. What have you been watching? Anything
1: interesting? Ooh. So I actually watched Coming to America this weekend. Obviously, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it was it was interesting because I came onto Twitter and I said I enjoyed it, and then oh Tubbo goodness, also I said. So bad. I, <laughs> I was like, this so I, I I genuinely so enjoyed it, and I felt bad because kind of before I watched it, uh-huh. everyone had been on this the accents. Oh, I didn't like it. Oh, the type of comedy is problematic. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And I I came on, my cousin had literally just tweeted, he's 25 minutes in and he's annoyed. And then I came in afterwards, I'm like, guys, that was funny, (laughs) I liked it. And Tabo said the exact same thing, like, dude, I I enjoyed this thing. Also because Nomzam was there, Nomzam was like my ultimate crush, like I would, I'd burn my house if she asked me to. (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) but I really enjoyed it and have you watched it. I just wanted to get your thoughts on... Obviously, without giving away any...
0: (laughs) Yes, without giving away anything. Listen, I enjoyed it. So, it's so funny because I I, I also tweeted yesterday. And I was like, I was expecting to hate it. Because everybody's like, I hate it. And actually, I didn't like the trailer. So, when I saw the trailer... Because the trailer was the barbershop bit. Yes. I was not giving away too much. But the barbershop bit. Which actually in the grand scheme of the movie, that was literally just those few it's minute, minor scenes, right?
1: But, but it was, yeah, it was a throwback.
0: Yeah, but they put it in the trailer, which made it seem like that's what the movie was. So I was already kind of like, oh my God, you guys going to joke as if like Africans no longer have access, like Africans don't have access to the internet and all that stuff. So I was a bit apprehensive and I I, I knew that Nomzamo was there Um Michael Blackson Who I have A love-hate Relationship with um, <laughs> Why? Because I feel like I'm convinced That guy is not African Okay I, I, Because I, Very few Africans Find him funny Like I feel like his True humor Is very Like playing on African stereotypes Don't get me wrong I do follow him On Instagram So he has my yeah. In some way um, Yeah but I've always been like, now nah, this guy must be Haitian or something. Like he's not African. He's making up. Isn't he?
1: Isn't he family. Ghanaian or something?
0: Apparently, but I'm I'm trying to <laughs> because I think this guy's not. So anyway, I enjoyed it, and what I tweeted after I was like, listen, if you take away everything and just take it for what it is, a comedy, it's funny.
1: Exactly. Right? Exactly.
0: And I feel like this is coming to America too right what 30 years after I don't yeah. think it would have been true to coming to America the original if coming to America now had now been so deep and I think it's going to y- your guys episode whether where 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 it was now going to be a lot of unpacking
1: and and bad, it's problematic.
0: And a lot of uh, <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> triggers, and a lot, mm. lot of this new language that we now have, uh, which isn't wrong, but it just wouldn't mm. have been true to the original. Because if you look to the at the original, it, you know, and you watch it now with our woke lens, so many problematic things.
1: The, the first one, like I, I, I said, I said to someone that probably the second one, the story in the second one probably has a bit more depth mm. than the first The first one is boy meets boy goes to America to find the love of his life.
2: Yeah.
1: Finds a girl, falls in love. There's traction, traction from the family. Mm. They are gone to live happily ever after with a couple of funny bits in between. It, it wasn't anything in it wasn't a hectic like we won't come into America now and say even in 1987 that was the greatest movie I've ever watched no Mm. but it was funny it was enjoyable yeah and I think now and I agree with what you say there was a lot of negativity online Mm. and I think a lot of it comes from there's a bit of bandwagonism that comes with watching stuff now Mm. it's like it's cooler to be negative about something than it is to be positive it's cooler to be a critic of something than it is to be impressed by it. Yeah. And I think that's that's shown a lot with music as well. It's shown a lot with a lot of movies and entertainment that's put out. You are, like for nowadays when you're working in entertainment, it's the most difficult time to impress a public. Because once someone on Twitter says, some of big enough following on Twitter says, I didn't like it. Yeah. Everyone who... Was kind of in the middle, didn't even know, maybe hasn't even watched it. We'll yeah. start saying, I didn't like it. I saw a tweet from someone saying, I'm not going to watch Coming to America because I'm going to get annoyed by the accents. I'm like, Have you watched it? <laughs> Just go watch the movie. <laughs> okay,
0: so can, can, can we talk about the accents, right? Yeah. Like, again, we're not giving away the storyline. You guys have seen this on. So with the accents, right? I am, I mean, it's kind of two minds. First of all, I don't feel strongly about ab- about it, right? Um, so, okay, without giving, you, so Nom Zamo's character is, you know, in, in the film. Trevor Noah's character is in the film. So I saw a lot of people saying, oh, but they're South Africans. Why are they not using what their South African accent? But then, on the other hand, this is a fictional country called Zamunda right Mm
2: -hmm.
0: with this fictional accent um so actually i can imagine like if i were uh you know producer on that show right and maybe i'll be like okay try and make it uniform right so i think that's what Mm -hmm. what culture is trying to do right but on the flip side i'm like actually you know what with her character she really could have just got away with her south african accent because she was not could have
1: my question then is does an english-speaking south african accent exist if you think about it you can you can distinguish a nigerian accent when you pick it out you can can say that person from nigeria when they speak you can see when someone's from congo when they speak but the average south african when they speak are you able to say that's a south african from anywhere in the world
0: yes i think
2: so
1: I, i feel like i would struggle with that but, but for some reason I know when it's a Zimbabwean because you go to a restaurant somewhere and then first of all the guy's name will be prosper, then you're like, ah <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you'll say something or you'll pronounce the word bottle like bottle and you're like ah ooh. where are you from? Ah must then you're like okay ah then that's where it clicks okay. But I I wasn't sure firstly if if south african accents are that distinctive in the sense that we can ride off it and make a movie in the same way with a nigerian accent or a jamaican accent
0: i think so if 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 you look at um what is it how to destroy christmas what is what's that film it was on Netflix. how to
1: ruin it how to ruin a christmas wedding
0: yeah 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 i mean those those are south african accents um oh, but obviously i'm i'm generalizing cuz different regions yeah. Will sound different, but but yeah, yeah even like Un- 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 Nomsa's character. There's a part in the movie where they're at a church, and then she's like, "Amen." Like I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: "That was yeah, that was."
0: we tweeted tweeting like, "Oh, she sounds South like African." <laughs> so I, I, I do yeah, it. they, they I, I can I can hear it, but maybe being Zimbabwean because a lot of people sometimes. Who are not close to us will hear a uh, Zimbabwean South African and be like, "Oh, okay." Especially like mm. you know, you guys who went to these CPC schools and stuff like that. You y'all have like the South African kind of twangish.
1: It's a it's a twang, I think. But would you say it's an accent?
0: I don't know. It it, it it's a distinct sound that you can that you can hear. So I think are. Okay. Um, I've seen in her interviews, and again, I know she, she now lives in America. So I don't know if she now also has like an Americanish, but you can tell she was trying to mirror like Eddie Everyone Murphy. Everyone
1: else in the movie, in the movie, yeah,
0: accent, um, and the same with Trevor Noah. But uh, but yeah, I yeah, Pe- people,
1: and that's that's an interesting one because when Eddie Murphy did the first one, his character was consistent with. Like the second one, his character is consistent with with what he put out in the first one, in terms of the accent, that is. He speaks in the same way um, throughout. I think it's not a hill to down and say, you're upset about it, I feel like I'm disrespected. Mm. I, I personally don't. It's similar to when Black Panther came out and they were trying they best to mirror an African accent. Now to everyone else in the world, Americans, Europeans, um, Australians, when they watch the movie, to them it's like, oh, that's really cool. Not that Africans speak like that, but for a fictional country that's in Africa, maybe that's how the fictional country would speak. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I think we shouldn't get so butthurt over little things like that. I mean, it's just entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah. watch to enjoy and if you watch to enjoy you will enjoy it if you watch to criticize everything in the movie will piss you off
0: yeah no i i completely 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 see this is what i like said hey we are on uh-huh. the no i completely agree it, like don't i don't mean like don't go there like with a woke mind oh god and i hate the fact that woke has now become a bad thing like
1: okay right because it it used to be cool right to be woke around 2013 yeah kind of that's probably when a lot of us started being properly active on twitter like when you're woke at that time you felt like you were educating Mm. you're genuinely educating like when you're genuinely telling people like oh you know, this is wrong because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You're genuinely telling homophobes that, dude, you can't hate gay people for no reason.
2: Yeah, Be yeah.
1: woke. Wake up. Mm. You, you need to understand that the system is bigger than what you think it is. Capitalism is ruining a lot of people's lives. Yep. Be woke. Mm. Realize. But now you've got people that have taken it to extremes on all ends. Literally, you can say anything the capitalist will come and tell you, I... You know what you could have done in that they invest the really broke investment the good the broker guys the investment guys so actually yeah but you see eh, what you could have done with that money instead of renting a house instead of renting a flat you could buy a house or you could do this and then flip that and make more money and then after that go have lunch with jay-z and then you'll tell you how to make more money uh, it, it, a lot of things have gone to the extreme yeah. i think I, 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 to, to a point where it's not realistic
0: yeah, I agree. Like, uh, is it called LLC Twitter or whatever? The, the Jay Z Twitter. It's like Jay Z you know,
1: Twitter. <laughs>
0: you know buying that cheeseburger, tell them to take out the cheese. Use that twenty p to invest in Bitcoin, and then <laughs> round to this. But but then I, I think think with the whole woke thing, it's I think it's unfortunate because I do think a lot of it is uh, like the 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 extreme conservatives and the extreme. Races have really invested in making it bad. Do you know what I mean? Although yeah. there's extremes on both sides, I, but I don't think it's mm. same. But I think like a lot has been put to because how can being woke be bad? But I hate it because even yeah. now I'm, I'm, I'm not woke. Because
1: about- <laughs> now we're talking about this movie and we're like woke people, like relax.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. You know, it's like, oh, close your third eye <laughs> but but, but it's, it's it's i think it's just uh yeah it'll be interesting to have a discussion about that because i think that there's just been a a shift um yeah yeah um do you do you ever listen to like charlemagne the god and stuff
1: not really okay. not really i only catch snippets every now and again when someone sends me something interesting and they're like yo check this out but i actually don't religiously listen to them no
0: yeah, no, no, because um, his whole thing was um, about his anxiety and stuff. Like, you know, he was raising mm. kids about anxiety, but, which yeah. is great. But because um, someone was like, if you say anxiety three times, Charlemagne will pop up. Because like, <laughs> I don't think there's a conversation. <laughs> <goes> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, okay. So that's coming to America, guys. In, tell us what you guys think. Like, you know, what did you hate about? Obviously, there's things that, could, oh, what I did, uh, Is this one? The, the product placement.
1: It was a lot. Oh. The Pepsi. But even the first, I mean, the first time around, they, they did the Paul McDonald's thing. Oh, and okay. so I guess it was in keeping in line. But then I think there was a scene where it was literally, it felt like an advert.
0: The, yeah
1: and I was like, whoa, there was a <laughs> okay
0: McDonald's. there was this song by this guy I, f- I forget Bobby whatever and literally like zoomed yeah. in on the, and I'm like, yo, and then there was the the, the, the jewelry company, there was mm. the like get me I was like, oh my god like it
1: was it was a lot, it was a lot. but then you can tell that they they sold some advertising there.
0: Yeah, I, I, oh, do you know what? Because movies are closed, cinemas are closed, right? So maybe. Yeah,
1: and this was this was actually going to. Be, I was interested to see how they would market this, but Amazon and other like um, streaming services pulled through. Yeah. Because I think that was one. Of my biggest concern was releasing a movie now during COVID. Mm. Are you sure cinemas are going to be packed? Do you think people will actually go watch it? Okay. But I think for the most part, it's been. I think they've done pretty all right in, in just trying to make it available on a streaming platform on streaming platforms.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That is good. Um, oh, have you seen the Megan Megan, Megan and Harry? I was about to do that song. There's a song that Idris did. Boss, they men are boss. You're not
1: singing. I you can actually <laughs> sing it. Wait, i actually a good singer. No, nah, no, well, I can hold it tune. <laughs> no, hold it tune. Um, I haven't actually watched it. My sister is watching it now, but I've caught snippets and I've read, I've watched a lot of reaction. That's what I did today. Like I watched a lot of reaction um, on it and I read a lot on what people think. And so I think uh, without watching it, I've just, I know what it's about. No. And it's interesting it's, it's interesting because I think for the second time in, in the royals' history or in Queen Elizabeth's reign, they have becoming very unpopular. Uh. And people are starting to question the relevance of the institution because it's like, well, what do you guys actually do if you know, you're going to stress another daughter-in-law? and I say another because Diana went through it, right? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna stress another daughter-in-law to a point where she's like, I, I gotta move out. I can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your family, it's these microaggressions that I was talking about, right? Moving into a totally new space that's white dominated, you're a person of color, you come into it. It's difficult to explain to white people at times some of the things that will bother you mm-hmm. as a black person and that's why i think it's difficult for someone like Piers morgan to grasp what could possibly be wrong mm-hmm. and for every girl in the uk or for most white women in the uk like you're a princess you've got prince the prince to marry you what's your problem yeah, like, yeah. just be happy with it like yeah. accept it it's 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 difficult to then Explain how those microaggressions And how those little things Build up a frustration Where you feel like you gotta get out mm. So I Obviously I, I don't sympathise with with The royal family mm,
2: mm.
1: But yeah What's what's your take on it? I think I, I, I kind of believe most of what she says I don't think she got on making that stuff up Yeah
0: No, listen I haven't finished watching it So um like you I've seen a lot of reactions seen clips but I guess my I'll talk about my feeling of the headlines and then, and yeah. then maybe another episode we can go like um in more detail about the actual interview. I mean mm-hmm. first of all Oprah is a G like her
1: yeah, she, Oprah's is powerful
0: and, and not just not just like you can you know when you see her at work you're like okay I get it. She just has a way of interviewing, <laughs> going out. There was a part where um, uh, she was asking Megan, um, you know, who said that when Megan was talking about, you know, there were conversations about the skin color of her child, like before mm-hmm. born, the, the first son. And she was like, who said that? And she was like, no, I wouldn't say it because it would be damaging to them, right? And then mm-hmm. she looked at the Lord. And then Oprah also looked at the Lord like, girl, is that what the answer is? <laughs> <laughs> you have to see, it was so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then I just thought like Oprah was, was so great. And I think what's really interesting to me, like from your perspective, like you were saying about the royal family and everything, it really does now feel like it's probably, you know, Britain, the British press versus the rest of the world definitely yes right it feels um, like
1: the british press and the royal family against yeah all of them
0: against all of them um and and, and for me i think what's what's really interesting is i didn't know Merck and who was biracial before harry like i used to watch suits i thought that was a thing yeah. like I I know there's a part where her father was is black. Okay? Yeah. So after, but I didn't know. Like I literally was like, she's white.
1: um Yeah. I thought so too, actually, from season or season one of Suits, and then she started dating Mike was a season two, and then that's when father showed up and it's a black guy.
3: Yeah.
1: And and then were they like oh. And they explained it on the scene that yeah, it just happened to be very light in complexion. Yeah. So and and it makes sense because her mother's black, but she's not no, dark skinned black.
0: Her, her mother is her mother's biracial. But you know As well. it Yes, yeah, so, so her mother is a half black, half white. But you know, in America, you're mm. black, but, mm. but she, she's she's biracial and then her dad is white. Um, mm. which makes her biracial. But but because of the American lens, you know, with the one drop rule, it's just like, mm. you're just seen as being Black.
2: Black.
0: I mean, that was the first thing was like, first of all, like, we didn't really like... Mm. That she was black, but you didn't
1: okay. think she was Black?
0: Yeah. Shut then, up. I was like, oh, okay, girl, okay, cool. And then to see the headlines just the microaggression against and you're like what if she was actually like black like me <laughs> Like, <laughs> like <"Whoa." laughs> I'm just like, she, like you're acceptable black like if she's yeah like me like I'm <laughs> they're going like, to poison whoa. you <laughs> whoa like What would have like? They would not have let that wedding happen. Listen, they didn't even let him marry marry Chelsea Davy, the 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 white Zimbabwean.
1: The white Zimbabwean. What what was that about? Why didn't they let Let him marry her?
0: To be honest, I I mean, these are all rumors. I honestly, I I don't know. They they say that all because of her father, you know. Because you know she he's he was he wasn't friends with Mugabe, but I guess he had to do what he had to do, being a white Zimbabwe no. and okay. and all that stuff. Um, so apparently that's that. But I think Harry has kind of shown that he's quite strong-willed, so maybe it was just uh, the, the, their own breakdown of, of their relationship. Yeah,
2: to do with yeah. Him.
0: But 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 yeah. So I think for me it was um, you know she she married into this family. I think their wedding was beautiful. That's when, um, you know, there were people. there, was, there were people j- th- going, yeah. <laughs> the people, ululating, going,
2: yeah.
0: He was like, oh, international sounds? Did you hear?" Because <laughs> Harry had invited like people from, Les yeah. From so, um, but the headlines, it, it just go by. No, they were. I think. Oh, so brutal to this girl.
1: There was the one that the avocado one, the one that kills me like, what was it, Megan's favorite snack is responsible for poverty and whatever, and hunger and disease. How What does she have to do with avocados, yeah. killing people, or whatever? Does, how does she come into it? And then what, what was startling was the contrast between the way they reported her and the way they reported Kate. Mm-hmm. Always fascinating to see how different it is. And then you put it to you know, the white meeting, you're like, no, but do you think the reason for that is, is simple? I see it in football all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Raheem Sterling, he'll go and spend money on a house mm-hmm. and they'll be like, footballer splashing money. Marcus Rashford did the same thing. He went and bought houses. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, footballer splashing money on houses. And you're just, they're like like, no, just because he's black, no, he's, he's wasting money. He's spoiled. He's living it up. But if there was a white athlete who did that, Wayne Rooney had God knows how many cheating scandals in his career mm. oh, but when it's commentated on it he's recovered, he's been through so much now he's coming back as a top performer mm. and you're like mm, no, you mm. can keep that same energy health for the black kids and this white guy, it's, it's pretty simple Yeah. Um, it's, so I, I can see how that environment can become very toxic Mm-hmm. Continuously and perennially negative, negative, and you'd want out. And uh, these these in law things at times they can just be can be difficult. Yeah, complicated.
0: Definitely, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, this Megan and Harry thing is 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 very interesting because, I mean, I just think this is talk about dismantling. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to because the British are like the British press are very upset because you're touching at the core, like you're touching at the core of identity. At the core
1: of what? Of their identity, of the country's identity.
0: Of their identity slash the country's identity, but also of the the the, the systems that uphold how they're viewed, right? So I have a yeah. I have an un. I haven't fully formed my views on this, right? So just work with me. So here's the thing. The monarchy, right? Um, I think it's fair to say like the British monarchy is the most high-profile monarchy in, in the world, right?
1: Existing, yes.
0: In comparison to other monarchies, right? Yeah. So in terms of, okay, what they do and what they bring, right? I'm not a royalist by <clears throat> any means. Um, I'm, I'm not against them, or whatever, you know, like, it's, it's not that deep for me, right? But in actual, how can I put it? Um, just there being a monarchy, there being a Buckingham Palace, there being a this, they are such an attraction point, and the amount of mm-hmm. money they bring in terms of tourism, in terms of any page- pageantry things that yeah. happen, right? In terms of eyeballs, people watching, they actually bring a lot. So, mm-hmm. they are a-, a spectacle that brings money, right? And okay. they are, so the queen is like a figurehead. She doesn't really like run things. So,
2: yeah.
0: okay, that thought there. So if you look at other monarchies, um, so, so now what, when the British were colonizing a lot of our countries, if you mm-hmm. look, one of the first things they attacked is monarchies, right? So mm-hmm. it take it even to Zim, right? And look at how they made sure that King Lopengula's, you know, kingdom is destroyed, you know yeah. why? Because a monarchy in a democratic system or whatever, right, it speaks to stability in a way.
3: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the fact
0: that you could have a monarchy, which is a hierarchical system and a, a family mm. that you say is, is a monarchy and are yeah. still living their lives, that is... Mm. Is a, a stability piece as well, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's why the British systematically made sure that they tore down all the monarchies.
1: All
0: the monarchies uh, right. everywhere. Are, yeah, bec- because there's a purpose, I think monarchies play, which is why I, for example, I'm very pro like the devil king and all that coming back. Yeah. Because I think those things have a place, right? So I, I guess I'm making two points at the same time. I'm kind of but sure. I think I can get. I can word.
1: get. I, can, I see where I see where you're coming from with it.
0: Because mm. um, I'm, I'm sort of saying also, and then monarchy is just a principle. I don't think it's necessarily yeah. defunct, if that's the right word. But
2: yeah.
0: I think it now makes us look at how, when we were colonized, why mm. it was important for them to disrupt. Then, and now look back and be like okay but so how come this is like the last standing monarch like this isn't by accident mm. because if you look at like the portugal has a monarchy but they, they're not state funded they 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 fund themselves so like if you go to the palace you have to pay to get in and all that stuff so I think it's it's just mm. interesting in that way and maybe the British media and the British aristocracy and what they know that that once you um pull down the monarchy you're 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 pulling down that 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 perception of stability and and the
1: perception though
0: everything is a perception even economies are perceptions do you know what i mean how things perform Mm. is how you perceive them so Mm. so that's why i'm saying that that's why they are fighting so because it's the one thing they can be like we're better than Americans. We've got a monarchy. We've got a king. We've got a queen, but now, you but know, I can
1: I can flip it and then say, for for that reason, it, it kind of confuses things a bit, right? So you have a government of elected prime ministers and parliament and you know all that stuff. A government that's elected, mm. then you've got a figurehead who doesn't leave, right? Mm. And what's the relevance of it in 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 a modern day society. Obviously it is about perception, but you can have, the one thing America has done very well, they understood that perception is important and they've sold democracy as Mm. this thing that works, Mm. right? You have elections and you have a powerful election between two parties that go at it with two main candidates, or you may have independent candidates, but you have two main candidates who go at it And then the one who convinces the people is the one who wins. And then democracy is upheld and applied through that. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, they could make an argument to say, hell, hang on. We have a more fluid system. Mm -hmm. It's stable. Um, More than anything, I I guess my point is coming to, I don't see the place of a monarchy in a modern day society. No, Especially in the sense that in, 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 especially in a democratic scenario. If we're having a, a monarchy for the sake of what you have, a monarchy, mm-hmm. king, queen, they sit at the top, they make the decisions, but I'm very much against importance being placed based on bloodline
2: mm-hmm.
1: instead of merit. Mm-hmm. Like they're just there because blood dictates. Prince Charles, shitty human being as he is, has now an elevated sense of self, because the family he's born into. Mm. On top of that, it's not like there's an active role that they play in government. They don't. They are there as a symbol of something which may or may not be relevant anymore.
0: Mm. No, and and that's a fair fair point. Um, I think the difficulty now is if that is pulled down, that is an admission of of it's not even an admission it 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 will be a failure do you know what i mean so the
1: failure of of a monarch of a monarchy
0: yeah and 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 of the the, the nation and everything do you know I mean? because i think yeah. like the example gave the Because what they did well is they were like oh we we you know, we we don't believe in all this, like, bloodline, you're more important than anyone. So a fight, you know, we we fought off the British, we got our independence. So there are hundreds of years ahead in terms of that. But for this to now happen in 2021 or whatever, um, yeah, I mean, listen, maybe it's the beginning of the end, um, but, but definitely it then means that that particular country can no longer be like, or
1: oh, we are the best in the world because, you yeah, know, because it will fail. The problem is when, when you, when you do that, right? When you put your an elevated sense of self, we're better. We are, you know, duty bound. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of feels, and this is from watching The Crown as well, and from reading up on it. It kind of feels like Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are the ones holding this sort of high standard of what a monarch should, or how a monarch should behave. Mm. or how a royal should behave Mm. i mean after that you had prince andrew doing his weird things you had prince charles and his crazy things Mm. now maybe william also kind of gets it Mm. but ultimately once you're no longer playing an active role in government which they don't Mm. so we're saying okay it's about perception stability and whatnot well the family itself is a mess so what kind of stability are we showing to the country? They're also bound by religion and all these other weird things. Once you're deviating a lot from all of that stuff, what are we then saying to the rest of the country? Mm. No, do, what, do as we are meant to do, but not necessarily what we do.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So in that sense, then I'll then say, uh uh-uh. I mean, it's not... not working out might as well just do away with it and just have a prime minister and a government of elected officials and move on Mm, mm. the biggest problem becomes when a president's a president in a democracy tries to make it a monarchy then you have a problem like what Gabi and them did
0: (laughs) I I was doing. But, you know, I, I just love that, you know, I was seeing the spirit of Princess Diana. I'm like, yes, in Dombo, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> from the beyond. <laughs> from fighting. the grave. she's fighting. And it made me think of um. so j- just the whole in-law dynamic, right, moving away from Megan and, and all that stuff. But actually someone tweeted and was like, you know what, guys, like, why are we surprised? Because a lot of people have really horrible experience at the hands of their indoors in and all that stuff.
1: Mostly women. Mostly women, I think, feel... feel. That, I wonder why it is mostly women, though, that feel with you when you marry into a family. They expose not do feel like, I think most of them actually experience very negative things when they marry into a family. But it's, it's, it's so interesting, because as a guy... Mm-hmm. My big dream is I'll marry someone who will come to my home, my family will love. Yeah. So I come from a, from, a big family, but in we're, we're, as much as we're big, we're pretty close-knit. So my dad is the first of nine. Oh, wow. And then I am the second of four. So already from there, you can really see what the, our Christmas gatherings are big. Our reunions are big. And everyone is always... Joe, I want you guys to meet my wife. I want you to meet my wife. And that's something I look forward to, right? Mm. Introducing your family to your wife and then they're impressed and then equally she's impressed and then mm. it's just one big happy family and it's all good, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> many, many women will tell you, hey, I, I, I had to do, I had to work, I had to cook, I had to do this, do that. Yeah. It's very duty-bound. There's a lot of things that you have to do as a Makoti yeah i often ask myself with the is that really is that the experience for most women is it the, is feedback mostly negative
0: so i mean i haven't i haven't been married but i have been in situations where you know everyone likes calling you my god even better i keep it for me one yeah but let
1: them dribble you like that so strategy <laughs>
0: No, but even the family and, and I look back at those They're part
1: of the strategy But I look <laughs> at
0: those situations and yeah, like you uh, you find yourself say, you know, you're doing all the cooking, the cleaning and everything and I look at that and people are different, right? Because mm-hmm. some of this is also how you were raised right? So you're going to another family. It, 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 there's there's just so much to kind of consider. But if we look at, narrow it to like home, like our culture, I do think that it's very much like, okay, we have Lobolad, you know, and then because, you know, we've Lobolad quote-unquote paid for you, we now, they... Yeah, you will not be expected to be the one to do all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the, you know, you need to almost like work hard to show that you are the wife, you know. Mm. And I think it's, it's, um, I don't know. It, it, so for some people, it, it can actually be not as great an experience um, because of literally the labor you are supposed to do, you know. Mm. You've seen those tweets where they were like, "Oh, um, you the, the, for Christmas they'll take your Macaire." <laughs> God is the Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it got me out of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a funny,
1: it's a funny conversation I had, um, in around Christmas because we didn't go home. But yeah. then um, there was a day when we were called the fam um, and we were just talking to my dad uh, and then he had one speaker, one loudspeaker and we're like, oh, so what did you guys do today? And they're like, no, 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 we're, say, we're say Kai. As yeah. he said, and my mom was in the background. Like, yeah, so it was a good day. That's what he was saying. He was like, oh, no, it was a good day. And she's like, no, it wasn't. I was by the smoke. And that's when I'm like... <laughs> yeah and that's when I'm like oh he was genuinely happy to go home like and you know be with fam. and she was like uh-uh, I'm tired yeah. and that kind of thing I don't know how maybe our generation will be the one to fix it you uh-huh. get to a stage where now cooking over a stove instead of over a fire which is obviously better um, but I think maybe we get to a point where we don't look at Omakoti as labor.
0: Yes, I, I think that that's it. would
1: probably be the best part.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's someone who tweeted, <laughs> tweeted tips for for being Omakoti. There's something about, oh, uh, you should hire uh, uh, Kate, like, what, yeah. hire caterers to come. I was like, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> <is> me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That would be me, and and and, yeah. But I know that could even caught flag for that as well.
1: Someone even yeah, someone there was a friend of mine who said um, she was just posting online. Would he, instead of spending the whole day, uh, over the stove roasting chicken, Miguel? If you're working and you have a good job, just go to Woolies and buy that Woolies chicken. The Woolworths chicken tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yo, mm-mm. but I think, I think for the most part, it's, it's patriarchy, right? Because if I'm Mkwenyana and I go to my wife's home, yeah, I literally sit, I fold my arms, I take off my shoes and I'm treated like a king.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't touch, even just, you feel awkward as a Mkwenyana standing up to do something yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like that's how, that's how different it is as yeah. a guy. Like you literally feel weird for getting up and going to get yourself water. You always feel like someone must bring it to you. And they always feel like you must be welcomed as a visitor, treated well, with respect, and all these Mm -hmm. things. Um, It's it's so different. And I think with each generation, we kind of have to change it, fortunately. Mm -hmm. I think our our mothers also create gatekeepers, right? Because they'll be like, if I come with a wife now, and my mom's had to go through this for the last, God knows, 30 years. What yeah. is a I come with someone. and you telling me the 30 years she's been doing it? She's just going to be like, hey, I understand we're now in 2022, <laughs> 2021. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to worry.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, don't worry about dishes and cooking and all these things. It's fine. I've advanced. No, she's also going to be like, uh uh-uh. uh. I worked I went through it
0: it's your turn now
1: it's your turn now
0: yeah but but I think you're you're right it's it it is really like patriarchy and it's how we view marriage right because it's viewed as oh you know like the, the 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 daughter is fortunate to have been picked. By this guy. So that's why even the, the family are like, oh my God, we have to treat what um, really um, well.
1: Kwayana with respect.
0: Because, you know, because marriage in, in our culture, it comes with is tuns, right? It, it comes mm. with a level of um, societal acceptance, societal, you know, and, and although it can be beautiful, but it, it also is like there's, there's that societal, um,
1: there's that respect that you get to go to such a deal.
0: Exactly. And
1: like even at church, so I'm Catholic, I used to go to Christ the King mm-hmm. and there's a certain uniform that's worn or a, a certain society that's only joined by women who are married.
3: Yeah.
1: Unless you're married, you can't join St. Anne's. And they, they're distinguished, right? You can. They're mm-hmm. the mothers of the church. Yeah. If you're not part of them, then it's like, really, are you like... Are you, are you like, are you like a a mama?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. (laughs) You get what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. And, 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 and yeah. So I think we have to start really, because we know that marriage, marriage serves men more than it serves women. Have you seen the studies that say like married women um, live uh, shorter than unmarried women? and married men live longer than and married men because they're having someone taking care of them so Yo, you, i
1: gotta fix my situation first they're gonna uh, live
0: longer, but the married women are so stressed and that shortens their lives i mean this is because
1: general. of all the work and
0: all the work all the stress all the
1: stuff you have to do
0: yeah yeah
1: running a household and it's yeah. it's interesting, right? Because you you because nowadays women are going to work nine to five, come home, and then yeah. Tolu Sena's chilling on the couch. She hasn't even made food. That is <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> like
0: that is unacceptable. Listen, me now. Anyway, i when I talk to people, I'm I'm making a point to say I am. <laughs> So that's just get away from me with you with your whole like I'm like I I even if, if they ask can you cook? I say no I can't cook. Why me this question? Like, no, I don't want this like I want you to have the lowest expectations of me like, because of the domestication. Because I do not enjoy that stuff. I don't
1: do but then, no then you see but you see that come wedding day, Bog is a pancaveti school lie.
0: I'm too old. And
1: they'll lie you, and they'll tell you, "Hi, so you know, uba we a kulelo a nga pambansa, gabagets ilumchadweni, e kmetu pake, dele." What you tell?
0: Therefore, I will lie.
1: I think so. Because
0: only as well, <laughs> 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 we are lying. We are a That question. We
1: are
0: lying. I
1: think we are lying. I'd really? I'd like to think so. I don't think you're exempt. Like at your wedding, I think they'll spring you and they'll be like, "Hey, come lah." what's good? you at
0: You
1: should tweet that question. i <laughs> <laughs> think. I think even if to meza macroser is ending, they'll still want to sit to sit you down and be like, "Right, M chatu ni kinsua X Y No, <laughs> look now listen to us experts some of them relative success in marriage questionable but yeah they'll still sit you down and tell you the do's and don'ts
0: yeah no 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 I'm, I'm joking like I am pro all liar but I think it should be even because it always feels like it's the you know the women by a liar and then the men are told I even now, we'll go to Kulabandu, Kulamankas, and a i him. Like, life extent the That is the extent of cheating. Make sure you come back.
1: Or they say, oh, yeah, you can go outside, but to make a show with the engine, which you look right. So, always make sure your wife is satisfied, even if you go outside, yeah. so that she's happy. It's 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 a weird it's a weird dynamic it's very unequal i, I will say i'll admit
0: and the uncles will say fana ungawona utshele utshele someone uzotshela mina so that you know isn't doesn't wanakala sibe kwazi ukuthi
1: undercover and then 20 years later you find out you have a long lost brother i can't know ungaphai <laughs> tell <Exactly.
0: laughs> guys, tell someone that we know it, where all your kids are when you die.
1: <laughs> Shame. Tell we know where all, all of them
0: are. Because you know at the funeral there's always that one uncle who knows all the pop-up kids. All the
1: Yeah, I saw it <laughs> t- I saw a tweet where someone was like, um, I was at my dad's funeral and there was a guy crying louder than I was. The like poem him. is, he looked like my dad.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: What was the other but, thing yeah. you were talking about before? You said you saw about, I forget what Ooh. you...
1: I also want to ask you, do you believe in, like, energies and, and and stuff like that? Like, everything in life is dictated by energy and, and things. I, I, I on that be, deeper sort of chakra sort of level
0: i don't know if it's chakra level but i believe in people now call it different things some is you know that intuition i think sometimes mm. that inner inner voice
1: uh, okay so, okay so this is this is interesting There's actually something that i once saw in a newspaper in zim but this is the first time i am seeing it on twitter uh-huh so it's a, it was a screenshot where this guy and this girl were talking, right? Yeah. So they were having a conversation. Um, they're exes, right? So they used to date. So this girl texted this guy complaining that, look, I can feel it when you think about me sexually. Like, I feel it. Like, I can feel myself getting aroused when you think about me in a sexual way. And then, I, I was. I'm reading this, I'm shocked, right? So it continues, like... Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. It's not like I'm doing anything with you. I don't even text you. I don't hit you up. I don't call you. Nothing. So I don't know why you're bothered about this. You didn't deny it, right? First things first, like, I didn't deny doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah, but even when you look at my pictures or masturbate or whatever, I feel that. Like, I feel myself getting aroused. And wow. can you stop it? Because it's really messing with me. Now... This guy was like, bro, like, chill, like, relax. It's not like I'm doing anything with you. I don't even hit you up. So what? We used to sleep together. Sometimes I reminisce and I fantasize, whatever. Big deal.
2: Mm.
1: And he posted the screenshot because he was shocked, right? No, no, no. The girl posted the screenshot because she was like, can you please see what this guy is saying to me? Mm. Now, a lot of guys were then quoting it, saying, he what's going on? What's the issue? What's wrong? And then I, I don't like calling them chakra hands because I feel like that's very dismissive of kind of the the, the things they feel because I think they're feelers. But I say girls who believe in those energies and that sort of stuff came out in this said, You guys underestimate mm. the role that energies play in life. And then it took me back to an article I once saw in Zim mm. about... Um, Bo, bo, bo. Mm-hmm. Right. Not, have you ever heard about it Mm-mm. all right so bo, bo, bo. <laughs> uh-huh. it was um they called it bluetooth sex it, it was an article on the chronicle where a man was terrorizing women in his neighborhood by he'd look at them and then masturbate he was a married man in country park um, the story went Hi. something along the lines what of... Is <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. Okay, wait, I've actually pulled out the story. Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. So it goes, a married man from Bulawayo's country park is allegedly terrorizing residents by using umbo magical superpowers to have sex with someone without their consent. Angry residents who want him removed from the suburbs have held meetings and approached his wife for assistance. He he lauren something something he has been using magical powers on women for at least two years someone was even said we're afraid of this man and the powers he possesses when he sees a woman that he wants he plays with himself and immediately starts enjoying sex with her the woman also starts feeling as if she's being intimate without him actually you know touching her or anything
3: yeah
1: that was the story that was the, the the big thing. So I, I was very dismissive when I read that article all those years back. But now I'm seeing it again. Now this girl on Twitter saying it. And I'm like, how? Oh, but this is that thing that was being reported at Culture Park. D- do you think stuff like that can happen?
0: I mean, listen, if 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 there's uh... If there are reports of it happening I'm, I'm, it, it means it does happen but <laughs> what i'm now confused by is what is it like witchcraft
1: it it's well they they they, they say it's magic powers not magic but it's it's energies right because everything energy is transferable even in things that you don't necessarily see um, but basically, what they're saying is, if someone is intently thinking of you in a particular way,
0: yeah,
1: then you can then feel it.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I guess there's there's a difference between so the country park man, for example. So that's so, mm-hmm. so it's all under maybe energies, right? And then it's probably you how to use it because then if you're now. If you know, if you know, right, then that's a crime. Like, you are violating, like, that is, like, and how did you get those powers, as it were? The other guy, mm-hmm. actually, he didn't know. And then this, the, the the ex was like, oh, this is what's happening. And he was like, what's going on? But yeah. now what I don't know is.
1: He didn't deny it, right? He was just like, yeah, I do it. So why but, are you bothered?
0: But what now I don't know is it is is it so who who's the I don't know how I can put it Man him or her. <laughs> like because no but but these are things that that i i, I think um yeah I think they they probably do but well, I, 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 as a spiritual husband this, this <laughs> spiritual husband, <laughs> talking about do you remember that video really? of the girl being proposed to?
1: <gasps> and then she started, and then she started having like a seizure. <laughs> I, was, I saw that and I was like, yay, whatever it is that's waking up in her <laughs> is fighting her.
0: A spiritual husband was like, oh, you're not getting married. Not on my watch.
1: <laughs> Wait, do you believe in, in spiritual husbands and that you have someone out there who is for you?
0: I think a spiritual husband is
1: Spiritual world
0: Yo, I need to Before I start talking Like, okay Okay, I do believe in like Spiritual things But, so like a spiritual husband Is what, someone you have a soul tie with Oh In a way Um, I mean, listen I, I think I think there are, I think think it's, I don't know. I think these things, because there are some things in life that happen that are unexplainable. Mm. That they're just like, yo, like, why do all my crushes just keep (laughs) dying?
1: Why do they keep failing? (laughs) have you ever ever had an ex text you and say ish you know ever since we broke up like it hasn't been working in the dating world and then they even like your chief is there like something
0: no i i haven't had that i have had like um oh um (laughs) good time i think yeah, it, yeah. It was like oh like oh like losing you was the worst thing type thing. And that's happened uh-huh. that twice. And then have you seen those TikToks where I was like where they're like where they say something and then there's the dramatic
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh it's like oh Lizzie was like so get me back then <laughs> <laughs> So get me back then <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That if they're listening, they'll start texting you. Hey, be careful. It's
0: like, why are you telling careful. me? I was like, so are you telling me because I'm like, like.
1: Look, but that's the intro. That's the introduction to the getting your back, isn't? it? It's the um, segue.
0: Nah, nah. <laughs> no, but anyway, in, in my case, I'm like, uh, so, 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 why, why are you telling me this? <laughs> it's like so yeah but no I've not had someone say oh it's not been working out Mm. but I I don't know I I do think that sometimes there are some things that I you just cannot explain and like back in the days to be like I don't believe in any of that stuff and whatever but
1: I'm a soulmate
0: um yeah I mean yeah what do you believe in a soulmate like not not in the like the paranormal stuff but just which do you think that do you think there's a soulmate out there for you
1: soulmate 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 i think there are well from i look at it differently right from a romantic point of view Mm. i think there's a finite number of people that you genuinely click with and can be with for life mm, mm. and i think it's just a very set number it's not i don't think it's huge but i think it's there
2: yeah
1: i think those would be soulmates in a way mm. now finding that person that's that's challenging
0: yeah i think that's the it's challenging that, bit i think that's the challenge i do think that they i i do believe in soulmates but like you i also do think that it's possible for someone to have Two, three multiple right and it doesn't always have to be romantic like
1: we yes it can be your friends and your friend could be a soulmate
0: exactly exactly but there, you're right there are certain people that you just meet and it just like on every level it's just like mm. yeah but then it's it's the finding them and yeah and
1: also romantic relationships are fragile i think that's the the other difficult thing, right? They're the most fragile relationships. If your friend goes and makes other friends, then it's fine because yeah, you're yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If 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 your uh-huh. partner, if your parent goes and, you know, remarries or gets another child, yeah, it's yeah. still your parent. That doesn't change. But romantic relationship, the moment I look left, it's over, it's done. And that's where I think they're they're very fragile, incredibly.
0: And that's why I believe in besties. So <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good way to end this.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because I always say, Woody, um, you know, like those those who know, whatever, like I always I'm always like, I'm very skeptical of Um, like people who are heterosexual saying oh my best friend is a woman like a guy saying oh my best friend is a woman and a woman saying oh my best friend Mm. is a guy and they are like I am I I do not believe in that No,
1: but but Nat I I have a best friend I know a woman Mm -hmm. and no 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 like legit legit like friend friend like we've been friends since forever like, mm-hmm. since primary school, we've been friends. At no point in time had either of us ever thought, hey, Chief Wagwan. Not even. Like, she's dated people, I've dated people, we just always remained homies. And That's I think it's possible. Lovely. I'm 26 this year, Well, I'm 26 now, turning 20,
0: 27. You have a lot of living to do. So, this is <laughs> a <lovely> story. <laughs> Please come back when you are uh, in your piece, <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> develop hashtag developing story. <laughs> no, it, it is possible. I have
1: several, and I have several. Right, it's not it's not the only one. So I have another friend options. of
0: mine.
1: Options. No, not options, but I have another friend of mine. We've been friends since since forever, and you know, it even got to a point where we we're like, ah, you literally like my sibling but they're not no but we're like that's how close and that's how the friendship is
0: yeah no 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 listen i i for another day i say this to, to, to just you know obviously it doesn't apply to everyone right yeah but i i am saying that for the most part like and, and the reason I say that is not coming from a bad place It's actually coming from a place of saying, as you were saying that romantic relationships are so fragile that actually um, I think friendship is just such a beautiful foundation for a relationship. So I think if you can be friends, if you can be best friends, like actually why can't you try and build a life together? You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people are always scared to say, oh, I don't want to spoil my friendship and stuff. And it's just like, it's like.
1: Which is a real thing.
0: It's a real thing, but love comes and goes. But I think when you have friendship and can you imagine like if you are parents, when you now have a family, you can always fall back on what? Your friendship. Friendship. Because I think, (laughs) I believe someone who said that like marriages and stuff, really have a 15-year cycle, 15 or seven-year cycles, because yeah. you become a new person every, I think, eight, seven years. You become a sort of new person every sort of seven. Mm. Years. And what happens, yeah. a lot of people who've been together for a very long time, if you speak to them, there was a time when maybe there was a, a year, like, they were not feeling each other, but then they fell back in love, and then they got, they rode the wave. So... Oof.
2: No, it's,
1: it's. I guess. I guess it can, one of the things I'm scared of with marriage, to be honest, is for the most part is is fear of failure because I don't like I don't like failing too much. But it's that whole you 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 become friends with someone and then all of a sudden that has to end. So it's, no, it's difficult. No, but you sh- But it sh- You make your marriage
0: how you want it to be, and I think it's true. Th- we're talking about the in-law situation right of course like your wife is not you're not going to be like besties is chomi if like she's been slaving away and stuff like that she's going to come back tired like she's a different so so it's both of you to preserve that you know that youthful energy i think but anyway ha senna we have been talking do you oh uh, Siyazama.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am glad you asked, Shem. Um, one actually. One actually.
0: Explain to the people what uh, Siyazama is.
1: Siyazama is the people's segment, um, and by the people's segment, I mean this is where the people ask us questions of things they would like to know, mm-hmm. things they've gone through in relationships. And things that generally you know they, 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 they're they like a perspective. Usually they want a guy's perspective but today I'm on GIS. So what we're going to do is is uh, Net is going to be my co-siazama listen okay. today. Hey, hallelujah. Um, so this is from a girl, female friend of mine. Um, she has been seeing a guy. But at the same time, um, she's been talking to another guy whom she's known for many, many years. Um, she really thinks she likes the guy, but they are separated by distance. So that's the guy she's liked for many years. Okay. Um, there have been plans and conversations around trying to make it work at some point. But now I'm interested in someone else mm-hmm. who is closer, the guy she's talking to who is here.
2: Yeah.
1: Stick or twist. <laughs> and forget about the idea I had in my head with the guy who's far or just take a chance with Lo take a chance
0: with the one who's there Be- because okay. um, this person that they've been she likes they've been talking to for years right I'm assuming mm-hmm. that for years there's been distance so a Probably. lot of fantasy you don't, you don't know how it mm. like when you're in close proximity? So, mm. but it's not to say, you know, it's not to diminish connections that you can make with people over the phone and stuff like that. Um, but if anything, like this pandemic has shown us that, you know, what if they close borders again? You know, it it's, then
1: you exactly. wait again.
0: Exactly, but then I think the new guy, right? She's not seeing. She doesn't know. Because when you deal with someone for the first six months, you're dealing with their representative. Mm-hmm. It's only after month seven that you start seeing the real them.
1: <laughs> month after, seven. And then
0: after a year, you now start seeing the demon behind. So, listen, just, um, just, you know, the, the one that's there, just because it may not, it may, okay, I know, I know, it may not work, right? You <laughs> always go back to the, you know, so. Like um, as a backup focus on on this one with the one who is far away don't do anything rash don't be like oh my god i got a new man it's no 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 just do what normal people do just start responding a day two days three days later um and then just play it out and then
1: and just move away slowly
0: just move away slowly, but don't close the door. Don't be like, oh, I got it. I got some in and all that stuff, right? Um, okay. Just just move and yeah.
1: Do it nice and easy.
0: Yeah. Because you literally don't know. Th- things change in six months. It could be a totally different story. So you literally don't know.
1: Okay. Okay. I think they'll find that very helpful. Very helpful. That's the. ONGC Asama, we have this week. Okay. So shout out to Homie for trusting us with the story.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, oh, I was going to try and do something, but I don't think it'll work. Um. Oh, my God. No. Oh, can you hear this? Can you hear this? Can you? Could you hear it?
1: I can, I could hear it.
0: So my question is, I know one thing we have in common is our love for Shri.
1: Shri <laughs> Namdekan.
0: What is your favorite Shri song that we can play it? Because I-
1: This I, is going to be very cliche, uh-huh. but I have two. Okay. Can I, can I, tell, can I pick a song when they're featuring?
0: Uh, if I can find it, which song?
1: Uh, there's the one they did with. Um, hold on, two seconds, just so I get this guy's name right. There's the one song that they did with uh, Kid X. It's called "Dano Mundo." Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay.
0: Love it, love let,
1: it. Let me um, also, "Nafa" is an all is an all-time favorite.
0: Okay, because, but I think let's for play for the sake of one. the mood. No, no, no we we'll play that one and then we'll play Gaffa because I want to. I want you to break down the Gaffa lyrics because they always, because this <laughs> was on some next level. I won't play this too long because copyright, what, what,
3: YouTube? I <laughs> the that's why. That's why. i I know I'll send boot. i I'll send. i I'll send. 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 I'll
1: you the hottest in the city, that's without a doubt. It's better fresh, you're not the type of time to pull in. Always show up just to show off when you shut it down. Independent misses could be worth a couple hundred dollars. on my yearly budget.
2: Okay. So let me
0: play alpha. <laughs>
1: KKK.
3: I'm you're I'm not sure what you So, so
1: Sri, Sri, is a story of a man who had, a man probably in royal case at end because I think that's where it's set, uh-huh. who had many women, many girlfriends or many wives, doesn't actually say, but he has many partners. Right? Yeah. Um, at the minimum from the song, it looks like he has three. Uh-huh. So um, he starts feeling sick, and he goes to the hospital. He gets there, but hey, you're fine. I guess at the time, you know, rural hospitals, also, they can't really pick out what's going on. Mm. Mm. So they're like, no, chief, you're fine, you're fine. And then eventually, mm. he turns to find out that no, he has HIV. Mm. Because but Shui is loyal to all his women. So in his head, even though he has several women, he thinks, ah, Pela, these are all my women. I don't sleep with anyone else. I sleep with only the ones I want to sleep with. And they're like, ah, I'm sure at the hospital, they're like, chief, go ask your people what one, what, 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 right? Go ask them what's happening. So Shui goes to each of them uh, and <laughs> He goes to the first one, I've forgotten what she says. I think she says, um, what to say? Let me just check quickly. But she says, Baba tattoo. I think something like that. And hey, let me just check two seconds. But she says, yeah. So the first one says Babe-ba-abil. And now already you're like, "Ah, uh-uh, this hand. So she had two other, uh, she had two other guys. Then he goes to um, so the first one is no butle. is the first girl. Nobutle says, mm. Aye bay babili. Mm. He goes to no musa. Nomusa, Nomusa mm. says, ah, babeba ba uh-huh. <laughs> Then he goes to Cindy Siwe. <laughs> Cindy Sioux says, how? Cindy Sue bang nawe na. And she's like nagging <laughs> bathead. Yeah, <laughs> okay, and that's when he goes. How imsholayem imsholayem kanti in. Wangu bulala no 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 bushwa mi ngangik tanda. Wangu bulala no musawa mi kantu jane. Wangu bulala Cindy Siwea mi And Cindy Siwea was the one he was living with, and she was the one who was doing the most.
0: Mm. But you.
3: And
1: that's basically the lesson in the song. Which he, it's all big intersections, right? Mm. Cindy Siwea had others. Shri himself had several Mm. and, 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 and it was a big mess of which he ended up paying for it. There's a, there's a big lesson in this whole thing.
0: There's a big stare, like Shri was like, "Ah, ah, what's going on? It's like, dude, what have you been doing?
1: (laughs) What have you been doing? Exactly. (laughs) What have you been doing? so exactly. that was that was the whole thing so i'm 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 thinking now that yeah that was the big lesson that which was, we learned the uh-huh. hard way to know but nomsa and sindi were not to be trusted
0: well he is not to be trusted
1: he, <laughs> but, you know he was loyal to them
0: i will he's he's not he
1: faithful to them <laughs>
0: anyway the, the, the is 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 one partner one partner per person
1: <laughs> one partner per person
0: yeah but anyway um senna it has been great having you um before you go tell the people where they can find you
1: uh before i go it's at Senami misomoyo on instagram twitter facebook is Senami misomoyo just my name so yeah, feel free to hit me up if you have any IP questions or you just want to talk. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very open to, to, to the people. Um, also check out hashtag IP Thursday. Every Thursday, there's some intellectual property story that I read up about during the week, and then I decide to turn it into a cool summary, which people seem to enjoy. So that's encouraging. So you keep going.
0: And the last one you did, was it the Dave Chappelle one?
1: The last one was the Dave Chappelle one and his whole beef with Comedy Central. Um, how he signed a bad deal. And then finally, after how many years in 2004? After a good 17 years, mm-hmm. he was able to. Well, it's, it's, it's 14 years since he left Chappelle Show, but he was able to get money for the Chappelle Show, which was, yeah, he, he was a bad deal. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, it was a bad deal that he signed. And then only now is he able to get royalties from it. He wasn't even allowed to perform and do another Chappelle show elsewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, definitely check hashtag IP Thursday out.
0: And where can people check out Six Foot Weight?
1: Six Foot Weight um, is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Um we're not on SoundCloud anymore because SoundCloud had weird restrictions and limits. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, except SoundCloud. Uh, and we're also just working on putting up snippets on YouTube, just stuff like what we do. Uh, we have a Twitter page. We will get an Instagram page as well. Uh, we're just working on moving into that space too. So yeah, definitely, definitely listen to the podcast that host it with Tabo. You can catch him at Sarah Tabs. I think that's his handle. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, we just we talk about everything, really banter, and sometimes we spit knowledge and wisdom. So yeah, the podcast is great. So definitely check it out, guys.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Sana, for having us during this uh, International Women's Week. <laughs> Have enjoyed. Happy, Happy
1: International Week. Women's Day, Nat, and to all your listeners.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, um, guys. If you're listening to us at Gallons Guys everywhere, hashtag Gallons Guys. And if you have got to this part of the pod, because we have had such, I've enjoyed this conversation. It's gone on and on. So if you're the real MVP, hashtag (laughs) to show us that we got to this end, to this part of the pod. And I'm sure Senna will also give you a shout on his pod. And make sure you check out Six Foot Weights. You guys know we love it. These are our young brothers. Like, please, please support them. Like, we absolutely love them. So, Senna, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Take care. Bye.